0: Hello and welcome to Knitting Shop Live, the podcast recorded live from the studio, shop, and warehouse at the world headquarters of Finally the Knitting Corner, located in the heart of Prospect Park. We're your hosts, Brianna, Kathy, Natalie, and Stephanie. And a huge thanks to our listeners joining us from their corner of the world. Today we'll be talking about or complaining about the things that we're tired of. So now it's time to grab a drink and listen up because we're about to get started. All right, ladies, how's it going?
1: Good. Good. It's great. It's a beautiful day. It's all good. We're all together, too. This is wonderful. Mm -hmm. I'm always so excited Mm -hmm. about Thursdays. Me, too. Thursday's
0: a five. Best day of the week. All right, so let's start with what's on our needles. Starting with you, Bina. What are you knitting?
2: finally have an update. <laughs> I'm knitting something new for the first time in like a year. I, I'm doing the gauge swatch for the summer soundtrack. I am knitting it out of the Feliz, and I am in love with it. I had to start a second gauge swatch because I had to change my needle size, but it gave me a chance to mess around with the color too because it's a two color sweater. Um, so I changed the color placement the second time I did the gauge and I actually like it a lot better. So I'm glad I had to do a second gauge wash.
0: That's great. It looks awesome. Mm-hmm. I wish everyone
1: could see it. <laughs> it's going to be my hot pink sweater. I love it. They have to give us like virtual podcasts so people can see us. <laughs> All Sorry, right. because- So um, I am knitting, well, right now I am knitting a slipper because it is the slipper race between Ed and Kathy. And I already warned him that I'm going to finish the slipper tonight and he better have his part ready on the next one. So we're having a fun time with these. But I have to tell you, I finished another sweater this week. I finished my Azalea sweater. I absolutely love it. And it's out of the same yarn that you're using, Brianna. It's out of the Feliz and I love it. It is finished. It is blocked. I was teaching the class yesterday and I put it on so that the knitters could see it. I didn't plan to wear it and I wore it the whole day. Uh, So I'm gonna wear it a little bit because it is a summer sweater and we have some summer left to wear it. And uh, yeah, I just love it. And then the other thing though, this week I did start my Love Note sweater and I'm in love with that one too now. It's all good. So that's what's on my needles right now. Do you love those colors? I do, oh, you know, I will say when I started, I was like, hmm, I'm not so sure about this. But it's that thing where you just have to keep going a little bit further. It's purple, it's just the richest purple, which I love. And then it's the silver mohair, which I was like, "This is too much? And it just glosses over the, oh, it's, yeah, I love it. Can you tell? I love it. (laughs) That's what's on my- I
0: need to see that. I need to see those colors. You will. I'm excited for that. I don't know if I know what they are. I'm very excited. I'm real surprise. All right. So for me, I'm working on my gray sweater that I said I was gonna pull off the island. So I did pull it off the island this week and I started to finish the front. So then I get to do the back and then the sleeves and then I have to sew because for some reason they're seaming on the sweater, which I didn't realize when I started it, but here we are. <laughs> and um yeah, hopefully I'll have a finished sweater by the time it gets chilly at night. perfect nice
3: I am currently binding off the one side to the pillow so I um I have probably about five more stitches to go so by the end of this podcast I will have one complete side bind it off or bound off for this pillow and then tomorrow I'll go into work I'll stuff the pillow and do the other side and we will have a pillow done
1: that is fantastic. I and mean, when you just held that up, and I saw a glimpse of that color again, I mm-hmm. love it. I I think it's really pretty. It. So, it's so the fun. The stitch pattern's really nice. Yeah. It's really, such a good feeling. Beautiful. Love the color.
3: Yeah.
0: It's fun. Oh, very fun. Katie's going to love that.
3: She is. She loves pink. So anything girly, she's going to be very happy about.
0: <laughs> Does she know this is for her?
3: She does. Yeah, she's very excited. She's been seeing me knit on it a few times, and
0: she knows it's in the bag, so she's very excited.
1: Good. Keeping your eye on it. Good. Yes. Right. I always
0: remember how exciting that was when my mom was working on something for me, and I knew it, and I just like, couldn't wait to get it. It's like the best feeling. Yeah, she's excited.
1: Natalie, that is a feeling Hi. that I can still remember, and I, you know, I've got at least 40 years on you, and I can still remember that, and it is. It's that amazing thing of being a child and watching your mother knitting on something that was for you yeah it's special so that's cool all right
0: so special all right let's jump into our topic which is things we're tired of and I think we're tired of a lot of things so we have to pick the thing that we are most tired of okay do we have sub genres that we want to address or <laughs> is it just general like things we're tired of
1: uh let's start with what we're personally tired of and okay. then we can pull another one out of that we'll see where we go with that
0: lovely sounds fun
1: well i
2: personally am so tired of figuring out what to cook like for lunch and dinner i have spent uh, every week for probably the last like four years like meal prepping every week And it's getting to the point where I I don't know what to do anymore. Like, I'm trying to eat healthier, which is great. Like, a lot of veggies and stuff. But I've been eating a lot of the same things, and I'm getting tired of them. And I'm just tired of trying to get creative with it. I want to be creative in other parts of my life right now (laughs) instead of figuring out what the heck to put on a plate to eat. So that's what I'm tired of. I'm tired of meal prepping and figuring out what to meal prep that's hard yeah it it's kind crazy. of sucks a little bit <laughs> but mm-hmm. it, it keeps me on track which I I like like if I have food in the fridge that's ready to go in a container I know I'm not going to be hungry and you guys all know how I get when I'm hungry so it's it's good in that regard but I'm just I'm tired of it like rice and vegetables and well I want something new and different. I want somebody to meal prep my food for me.
1: I know. Would, would that be neat? Would, would, I mean, okay. So if you had a choice, I'm going off topic here right now, but if you had a choice, maybe we'll come back to this. Would you rather have somebody who cleans your house or cooks your meals? No, cook all my meals.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I love cooking, but every day, day in and day out, no, somebody else can do it.
1: Well, I just find that everything always tastes better when somebody else made it for you, even the cup of coffee. So the cup of coffee that you bring me from Wawa always (laughs) tastes better than the cup of coffee that I made. Even though I'm using a French press and very nice coffee, I made it. It's what somebody makes for you that always tastes better.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, I'll chime in on what am I tired of. So it, it sort of covers a little bit of yours too, Brianna. I am tired of summer. And I realize this like all the time, it gets to be the very end of July, we're moving into August. And I really like the month of August uh, because it brings us closer to September and October, but I'm just tired of the season. I, I just, I'm tired of summer. I am so done with summer. And what I particularly get tired of is I get tired of my summer clothes. I get so tired of them. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it feels a little bit like Meals too, Brianna. Like when I get tired of something, I just wear the same thing all the time, or I just eat the same thing all the time. And I think it's partly, it hasn't been particularly hot, at least this last week, but it's always there in the back of your mind. So when I get hot, which happens in the summertime, I get crabby. (laughs) And when I get crabby, I don't want to put any energy into doing the things that I typically enjoy doing. Like in the cooler months, I love looking in my closet and picking out which pair of jeans do I feel like wearing today and what sweater am I going to wear and which boots should I wear like I like that so it I just could so like I realized that I'm not liking that right now I'm tired and it's the same thing with food like in the fall, I love a Sunday afternoon in my kitchen with a football game on and I'm making. A Sunday meal with leftovers and maybe I'm baking cookies. And I am as happy as can be. But right now, if you ask me to hang out in that kitchen, oh, I can barely make corn on the cob right now. I am so tired of <laughs> I, I'm like, and I'm thinking to myself, this is summer. You should be enjoying this. You should be eating tomatoes, corn, peaches. I'm not even enjoying them. I want, I want things that have caramel and gravy and <laughs> Biscuits, I want a whole new season. Okay, I am done. I'm tired of summer. I'm done, I promise you. Okay, Natalie, what are you tired of?
0: I am tired of all this damn hair on my head and I really (laughs) Ah. wanna cut it off so bad. It is so heavy. When I, my hair is so thick, but there's just a lot of it. Like they're not thick strands, it's just a lot of hair. So when it gets to be like this length, which it's probably like at my waist now, it is so heavy that I get tension headaches. So I am really ready to chop it all off and I'm going to do it. One of these days I'm going to crack and I'm just going to show up the next day and have like no hair.
1: So, <laughs> you you know, Natalie, your hair grows so fast. I feel like it was just a few weeks maybe it was a couple of months that you did bring it up to swingy it was swinging above your shoulders a little bit
0: it was last august and it's grown a foot so i think i grow it grows an inch a month that's what i've come up with
1: so have you um. been watching the olympics and mm-hmm. particularly the track and field the women's track and field yes did you notice and I commented last night to ed that so many of these young women and they are all you know, so physically fit and in um, but they're very you know they're slender bodies they're all wearing long hair this year and it's exactly what i said to ed that has to feel heavy in these events whether it is the high jump or distance yeah. running it, it, there's they have up there's so much hair and you so, again yeah. for that in the olympics like the
2: heaviness of your head, I'm sure that puts off your like core stability, like where your center of gravity is. I don't have a lot of hair. I I never have. So I don't know the feeling of heaviness in my head, but Come I on. I have to imagine like it's got to put you off balance every once in a while.
1: Yeah. I mean, but it's, and it's, it's beautiful. And yours is too, Nelly. It's beautiful. But like you said, there's a weight that comes with that. So yeah.
0: If I have this in a bun, like there will be times where I've been sitting with it in a bun for too many hours and I'll be like, why do I have this raging headache? And I'll be like, oh, let me try taking my hair down. And like 20 minutes later, I am fine. Relief. Fine as wine. Yeah. It's the craziest <laughs> thing. So it's time.
1: All right.
2: Let's do it. We should have our- <laughs> oh, yeah, we both got
3: different things. Wow. <laughs> All right. Is it my turn? Yeah. yeah. I'm just tired
1: (laughs) so (laughs) if you got at you
3: if you all could see me you would see the bags under my eyes I'm just tired the four-month regression is no joke And then on top of it, the toddler loves, and I do love it, and we may have encouraged this and it may now be backfiring on us. She also comes into our bed almost every night. And I do love it because at one point she's going to be older and she's not going to want to come cuddle into bed with us. And so on that side of it, that's fine. And most nights, if my son sleeps through the night, it's fine too. But lately he hasn't been because of the four month sleep regression. And so that with in between him waking up, her waking up to come into bed with us, or when I come back to go into bed after finally getting him down, she's on my side, and then I don't want to wake her. So then I've just been putting my butt into her bed, into my toddler's bed, because <laughs> that's, just, that's just how that is. So if I say things tonight on the podcast that don't make any sense, my brain's not working, I'm just tired. I'm
1: just tired. Tired is a, oh, tired is such a hard feeling too. But it's Mm -hmm. interesting, tired is so many different things. Tired is a physical thing. You are physically tired. Tired Mm -hmm. is an emotion. I'm frustrated. Tired represents a lot of different things. And uh, it's, uh, I think it's okay every once in a while to just go, I'm tired. I am tired. I, yeah. So, all right. Well, how do we fix tired? Oh my gosh. (laughs) <laughs> I'll let you know in about 18
3: years if I was able to fix it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Maybe just like turn
2: the clock forward like a month or two to make it fall. Order some meal services, chop our hair off. Yeah. For twenty-four hours.
1: That would be do nice. It. Just do it. Just go, I- I'm tired. I'm gonna cut that hair. I'm gonna I'm gonna get that meal service. I'm going to I'm going to just wish it was fall every day. Um, I just, yeah, it's, and I think it's because I like fall so much that I always want to rush myself into it. And then I want it to slow down and it doesn't, it It just goes faster. And, you know, I can, I always, you can tie Edna into almost everything in my life, of course, because she's my mom and that's what we do forever. And I, I just, and so many moms and you've heard it from your own mom and hearing them say, don't rush your life. Don't rush this phase. Like right now, Stephanie, I know. It's just like, let her sleep in bed with you. Mm-hmm. Treasure, those quiet, well, treasure those moments in the middle of the night where you go, yeah, I was holding my baby in the middle of the night, but it's hard. Just- it's actually
3: easier now with, with Henry versus Katie because I see how fast she grew up that the saying of the nights are long, but the years are short is so true. And you know, today she put her shoes on all by herself. And you look at those moments and you're like, slow down. So in the middle of the night, when he needs me, I'm like, one night, he's not going to need me in the middle of the night. So it, it is actually, it's not too bad. Um, but after a whole week of not sleeping and being up at 4 a.m. for the whole day, it, it starts to wear on you. <laughs> like, like I said, physically wear on you that you just can't even think anymore. But overall, it's the phase of life and not to rush it.
1: And Yeah. To put her own shoes on today. Oh my Mm -hmm. goodness gracious! Wow. So here's a thought that's going through my mind right now. Um, Do you ever get tired of the project you're knitting? Do you ever get tired of your knitting project? Are we going alphabetical? Because I
2: have. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Let's do it. (laughs) Yes. Especially this whole like year and a half coming into two years now. I feel like. I I just don't have the attention span that I used to have. And so if I get tired of something or if I start making mistakes, I have put things away. I have a top that I started knitting before COVID. I have not picked up since then because I'm just tired of it. I got to move on to the next thing. And I feel like right now that's okay because there's, there's always going to be things to knit. I can always go back to it. When I need something that's at that level of where the project I stopped at is, I am I know that it's there. I'm going to pick it up. But right now, I need to start something new and fresh instead of working on old garbage <laughs> is what's <laughs> going through my head right now. So I'm starting a new project, and I'm actually really excited about it. I love the color. I love the yarn. I just needed to like, refresh. But yeah absolutely I'm I'm tired of a couple
1: projects in my bag right now I'm I'm with you too like I'm thinking I don't get tired of knitting I love knitting I don't get tired of knitting but sometimes I get tired of the project hence why I like to have several projects going at one time um so the other night I literally when I came downstairs from teaching classes I just I didn't pick up my knitting at all I didn't I it was just but I was but while I was upstairs, I was working on a different project. And what I should have done was brought that project downstairs. So I never get tired of knitting, but sometimes I get tired of my project and I just have to separate from it for a little bit. Or sometimes we separate for a longer time because it's not like baking bread. It won't go bad. It'll always, it's going to be waiting for you. Brianna, your sweater is going to be like my raindrop sweater, which is still not done. (laughs) (laughs) I have, I was telling you today, I have six new sweaters to wear in the fall. I think that's why I'm tired of summer. I have six new sweaters to wear, but I've never finished raindrops.
0: But You don't have to. (laughs) You really don't have to. (laughs) I,
1: I like the fact that knitting,
2: at least the way that I do it, I don't have deadlines. I just start a project and I go on my own pace there's always going to be ones that take forever or I never finish because I the wallaby hoodie that we started in like middle school I started it in middle school I think I never finished that I ended up ripping it out and to me that's okay it's kind of like a burden lifted out of my knitting bag so it's okay to it's okay to get tired of projects um I don't think I've ever been tired of knitting, though.
1: No, never tired of knitting. No. Mm -hmm. Never. Me,
0: right now, I am the poster child for putting things down and picking them back up, because I just picked out my gray sweater. Don't even know what the pattern's called, by the way, guys. That's why I keep calling it my gray sweater, because I I did not print the title page. I just printed (laughs) the instructions. So if I lose them, I have no idea how to finish the sweater, but... Um, Yeah, I'm the same way. I put things down and pick them back up all the time. Brianna, I was the same way with my Wallaby, never finished it, ripped it out, made a different sweater out of yarn. So I just feel like there's a difference between, I feel like there's two types of knitters, right? You've got your progress knitters who like to start and finish and they get that like, you know, endorphin rush every time that they finish something. And then you've got mood knitters, and we are those crazy people who have 300 different knitting bags, one in the car, one, like, wherever you sit in the living room, one in your bedroom, one on the porch, like, everywhere, knitting bags, and we need to be in the right location with the right project to be able to achieve things. So, it's chaotic, but it works for us. Mm -hmm. We are mood knitters, ladies.
2: I am new to this mood knitting.
0: I, I love that
1: term, mood knitting. <laughs> You're welcome. Knitting. I've heard different. it used
2: for
0: readers. I've heard mood readers before, and I was like, oh, I'm totally a mood knitter when I heard it. And I am. I think yeah. we all are, based on what you yeah. just told me. I don't know about you, Stephanie. No, you there's no while.
3: time. There's no time for that many projects. There's just not. <laughs> there's not enough time in the day. There's only 24 hours, and I'm up for most of them, but there's still no
2: time. <laughs> <laughs> you knit like you have projects that you knit on you knit on them when you're feeling a certain way and like mm-hmm. when you're awake enough to knit yeah that's mood knitting
3: there you go when i when i can focus enough like the cable blanket mm-hmm. um i love it i'm enjoying it um i took it on vacation with me and i was getting so frustrated because i was too tired to be knitting on it and my husband reminded me that I'm supposed to enjoy knitting, which is ironic because how many times did we tell our knitters that? And he's like, put it down, you have the pillow, work on the pillow. And I enjoyed it so much more because it didn't take as much of a mental capacity to do the pillow um, as it does to do the cable blanket. And um, so that was, that was a nice refresher and to sit there and just enjoy something without overthinking it.
2: Yeah.
0: So, I really want us to make tote bags that say it's stress reducing, not stress inducing.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that's the I love it. And am I correct with the whole tote bag thing? Um, we need more and more tote bags because is it no plastic in um the stores now? No, did they implement that yet? I, I don't know. Is that happening? Somebody that oh, to me today um when I was out and They were saying that they had tote bags and she's like, yeah, they're, they're going with no plastic bags in the grocery stores and things like that. I did hear that. Yeah, so it's coming. Um, Can we, real quickly, also, can we, speaking of knitting and all the places we do it, Natalie, you got me thinking about that. Olympics again, it's it's still Olympics. (laughs) Palm Daly, the the, uh, diver. So I, we've been talking a little bit about him. I just think it's so cool right now to see, like he is sitting in the blade jars knitting while he's watching the diving events. You know, he himself is a fabulous diver, gold medal. And uh, that is so cool. He's yeah. stress reducing, supposed to be stress
2: reducing. Yes. And he's a, a really good knitter.
3: Mm-hmm. That sweater he made is phenomenal.
2: Yeah, I'm a little jealous that somebody can be like, an Olympic athlete and a good knitter. (laughs) Yeah, really.
1: I'm a good knitter, but I'm not really great at much else. Well, you know what? Maybe we don't know enough about ourselves. Maybe, because we are good knitters, maybe we should be trying out for some Olympic events or something like that. I mean, maybe we are better at something than we realize because we knit. (laughs) I think they should have Olympic knitting
2: as one of the categories. And I feel like I, Kathy, have you said this before? You prefer the Summer Olympics over the winter ones?
1: I, I always fall in love with them, yeah. I used yeah. to think I loved winter, but I always fall in love with summer, yep.
2: Well, Olympic knitting should be a summer sport.
1: We should start end. It should. And do you remember this? This is going really way far back, you guys. This goes back to the days of knitting your hoodies in middle school. I used to say this is our sport because our kids' knitting program on Friday afternoons, a lot of us were involved in other activities at school, but not necessarily sports related. We were not the basketball players or the soccer player. We we were more so the theater, the music. And I would say this is our sport. Knitting is our sport. So watch out Olympics. And we'll get Tom Daly to be like our spokesperson. <laughs> I just love him. All right. Great.
0: Mm, Fun. Is there anything else we want to chat about, or are there any updates we want to share about the shop?
2: Uh, well, gosh, go ahead. I I don't think there's any updates coming soon, but we should let people know to keep an eye out for Kids of the Week, because they will be returning with a, I don't want to say with a vengeance, but I don't know another phrase. Robust. yes they will be returning robustly every (laughs) every week kids of the week so um keep an eye out on our website and we do share them on um facebook and instagram as well every week so if you like what you see make sure you grab it quickly because it's only out there for a week
1: until they run out and they do and they do absolutely so very cool they're exciting it. thank you
0: to everyone, too, who joined us for our yarn market, the yarn tasting, and also um, our calendar release. Because those were all really great things, and we had a ton of fun with you all, so thank you.
2: Yeah, and if you did miss us for the calendar release on July 31st that we just had, um, our classes are up on our website. You can enroll in classes at any time. It wasn't just that day. Um, it's... Uh, of rolling admissions, if you will, <laughs> for knitting classes and some crochet classes in the fall. Um, so make sure you check those out. And um, if you have questions about skill level or requirements for classes, uh, reach us via email. We can answer any questions about any class.
1: Yeah, great, yeah. Was, that was such a fun, Loyalty is always so exciting. And it fit right into the end of July. And then we hit this month called August and went, oh man. but. Uh, <laughs> it was great. So lots of good fun. All right.
2: Awesome. awesome.
0: That's it. All right. So if you like our show and want to find out more about us, check out finallythenittingcorner.com. Follow us on Instagram at finallythenittingcorner and leave us a positive review on Apple Podcasts so more people can find us. Hopefully you've your drink by now because it's time for us to find off. Thanks for listening.